I believe it's no secret that uh, Lapide and Spirian um, now have a partnership, um, given uh, the, the synergies um, in our in our tech and our approach to data security. Um, you mentioned, you know, understanding uh, what what the sensitive data is and really taking that approach to it. You know, how how does an organization go about uh, understanding? where all their sensitive unstructured data is, how sensitive it is, uh, you know, what the users are doing it. How, what does that look like from, um, from where you sit? So, so two things. First of all, let me, let me talk about the partnership ever so briefly. I've had the good fortune of um, knowing Aiden and working alongside him. We've been talking about this for a long time. Um, and it's, it's great to see it finally come to life in the market. But it's coming to life not just as two technology vendors stapling their zeros and ones together. It really goes back to why we're doing this. And I think the partnership can show the world that there are companies that actually care. Um, we're not trying to flip a business. This isn't about how much money you can go ahead and make. It's how do we go ahead and make sure that your grandmother's data is better protected tomorrow than it was yesterday. Um, and that's why I'm most excited about the partnership. In terms of the specificity, I'm looking over your shoulder. I don't know if this podcast is one of the ones where they show all the stuff in the background, but I'm seeing a whole bunch of books or files in this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume it's uh, you're absolutely there in the office. Can't possibly be some sort of a backdrop. <laughs> so I'm going to assume you're sitting right there in the office and I'm looking at all those files and folders. And if somebody say, okay, what's in them? I don't know. You would have to literally go over and take the top box, back it up here. And you look in that first folder and you go page by page. All right, this is in here. This is in here. The oof. This receipt with this credit card information, that shouldn't be in there. I'll put that over here. And you would go through each single one of those things. And then when you got done, you'd close that file and you'd take a sticky note and you'd write, inside this is some recipes, there's some this and there's some that. And you would take that and stick it over here. Then you go to the next one. You go, ooh, that's all my passwords to all my bank accounts. And that's also my tax returns. And it's my last will and testament. Okay, that's going to get a different sticky note. And that's going to go in a different pile. And it would take you, I'm just looking at a lot of stuff behind you on that shelf. It may take you five, six, seven days to go through all that stuff. But what you've done is you've done the process of discovering what is inside the file. So not actually inside the folder, but actually looking at each one of the actual records and files inside of there and identifying this is an application for getting my lawn mode. But inside that application, I had to put my credit card number. Oof. I would have never picked up on that if I didn't actually read the piece of paper that was in there. So it's interrogating each one of those pieces of paper to find anything that might be considered sensitive. And then once you've done that, it's classifying it. It's putting a label to say, this one's really, really important, top secret, sensitive, confidential, um, whatever you might want to call it. And then say, the reason why it is, is because I found it in this location and it had this stuff in it. So contextual awareness for where it is. And then you can decide what you want to do about it. This had all the super important stuff in it. Take it the heck off of the lobby shelf and let's go stick it in a safe in the back office. Uh, and that's really what we do. So we go ahead and we interrogate what you can't do digitally because you have petabytes of data. There's no way you're going to go through and read that stuff. You've got images, PDFs, Excel files, all different kinds of formats, both structured and unstructured. And finding that stuff's hard, right? And then the, the kicker is, is you can't just do it once. So I might be able to do those folders behind you once, and maybe nobody puts anything else on that shelf for another year. In the digital world, the second I go ahead and download something to my hard drive, it uploads to OneDrive. Maybe it also uploads to Dropbox. Maybe it's also, it was an email that I sent, so it's in my sent folder. 
Maybe I'm one of those people that BCCs myself. I don't know why people do that, but maybe I did. But BCCed myself as well. And just think about all the places that file has now gone with the click of a button. And if that file contains sensitive data, now I've just replicated that everywhere. So understanding it in a digital construct is a heck of a lot harder to do because data is fluid. And then the other part of that is the definition of sensitive is A, relative to the organization, and B, it changes. So there's a lot of regulations that are passing in the U.S. now because we can't get our proverbial act together with one federal privacy law. So every state has their own. And every state has a slightly different definition of what sensitive data is. So in some places, it might include your IP address. Some places, it might include your gender. Some places, it might be biometric. Some places, it's not. So that definition is constantly changing from a regulatory standpoint, which also makes it very hard because maybe I scanned everything for sensitive data two years ago. But now I got to relook at it because they've got new elements that are now part of the regulation. So it is a constantly moving target. So you constantly have to be scanning, classifying, and properly securing. Properly securing can be relocate and put in a safe. I can encrypt it. Um, I can go ahead and mask it. Maybe I don't like the file. I just don't want to go ahead and have a particular column. So I can go and redact um, credit card numbers out of a particular file. So there's a variety of cures you can then apply to that data to then make it, yeah, now it's got the level um, of value, vulnerability, and volume that I'm acceptable in putting in this particular location. Now you combine that with what Lapide does. Now I got it all in the right spot. Who should have access to that? What's the level of permissions to that particular folder and that file share based on the contents that are in it? Now you can go ahead and put the proper controls from an access standpoint around data based on its level of sensitivity. That way you don't have the S3 bucket in the cloud that's accessible to everybody at everybody can now get access to, and it's full of all kinds of sensitive data. And that usually happens. I mean, the most common place that happens in organizations are on active directory permissions that just get inherited and changed, inherited and changed over three, four, five, ten years of being there. And it becomes a permissions train wreck, which you guys are awesome at. That's right. Yeah, it's a very familiar conversation that I have a, with a lot of um, prospective clients coming to us uh, looking to tidy up their AD, get a handle on permissions, you know, the access governance and identity access angle. And, uh, you know, they, they have no idea. We, we, we run a trial and they download the, the solution, run a admin privileges report and say, oh, didn't realize we had so many admins with full control to things like the finance folder. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Well, half, okay. half, half um, of which no longer <laughs> half of which no longer work here. Exactly. Yeah, the the inactive users and the, the stale data and and all that as well. So, I guess um, we, you know what you touched on there was that convergence between identity access and and data, which is I think why the, why the Lapide and Spirian uh, partnership is such a uh, such a strong one. And uh, something else that kind of popped up in my head while you were talking about duplicating data, um, one that we come across very often is, you know, accidental deletion of data, you know, pure human error, not even anything malicious, but it's like, okay, where's that data gone? <laughs> no idea who who deleted it. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was quite funny. Yeah, well, they bring the, the deletion thing's interesting. Um, and I'd be interested in your perspective. Um, the phenomena here in the U.S. is we're hoarders. We don't delete anything. Um, cause you might need it. So you might need it someday. Right. So you will go into organizations that I will, uh, I'll tell another story. I was calling, uh, I was having a conversation. I wasn't really calling on it. I was having a conversation with a major sports franchise. I'll just leave it at that. 
that wanted Spirion to go ahead and advertise in their in their stadium, right? So they're trying to sell something to me. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I really think you should protect the information of your players and your fans and everybody else. So it was a back and forth conversation. So to my left is the chief technology officer. And to my right is the president of the franchise. And the chief technology officer sitting in front of his boss's boss, right? So he wants to look good. So he's like, you know, I, I looked through what you did in your website. Very nice company, Kevin. But we, we know all our permissions. We have a complete handle on where all our sensitive data is. We're locked down and secured. Everything's encrypted. So I don't think we really have a need for your stuff. But man, I, I really enjoyed meeting. I'm like, that's fantastic. I very rarely meet somebody that has a complete handle on all their data. So that's great. I said, I mean, we find sometimes like some simple stuff, like, I don't know, executives might keep all their sent files because that's what they used to search for when they sit there and say, I sent that a few years ago and here's the pieces. Um, and as I said that, the president looks over me and he taps his laptop and he goes, I have 16 years of sent emails on this. I'm like, you don't say like player contracts and all the fan <laughs> data and all the stuff that's going on. He's like, yeah, he's like, I can find anything I need to right here. And the chief technology officer just slumped in his, down in his chair. But that's the kind of stuff we don't delete anything. You really need to at least archive it and encrypt it. Get it the heck off of your laptop. But um, those kinds of stories happen all the time. <laughs>